Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, welcome to Party Friday. Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden. The Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, two straight up. That's right. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture, and Chinese Medicine. Chuck, Ben and I are disappointed that you got here in time. Chuck was just, just sat down during the intro. We were going to say you were in hair and makeup still. <laughs> As you can always tell, it's a couple of hours every day in hair and makeup to get hair me on makeup. the show. Okay, so what a show today, right? Um if you were not paying attention and you no one if you're not glued to the internet every hour yeah exactly um another bombshell in colorado politics doug lamborn long-term congressperson establishment guy in cd5 down there in colorado springs el paso county announced today that he is not going to be seeking re-election which means that colorado the the incumbents uh, in cd3 CD4 and CD5 are not running for re-election and just everything is scrambling around. And CD7 and 8 are hopefully a contested ones. And- exactly. So, I mean, if you're a grassroots person, there is a huge amount to be hoping huge. for today. We're talking huge. Huge. And we brought in our friend and political consultant, Ben Nicholas, to help us kind you're of... Remember the executive committee, as I am. Of the Colorado Republican uh, Party. So, so Ben, um, I, I think... I mean, this must be thrilling for you. To know the man you've backed from the day one in Colorado is, is about to ascend the throne in all of Colorado politics. So we begin with the lie. So let me let me find out <laughs> first off. Oh, you know, politics. <laughs> Why not? I can't even tell you're talking about. Let me inside yeah. joke. I know. Inside joke. Inside inside joke. Joke. So are, are, I want to know: Are we live streaming or are we podcasting? Which is it here? You guys are doing all, even yeah. I don't know what that inside joke means. Oh, so, he, he knows what that is. So, here's, here's what we're talking about, just to set it up. I think this is yeah. fueling the speculation, and I think it is a solid speculation, and we'll play a, a sound bite here in a minute to, to do it. That, but that Dave Williams, who is the grassroots chair of the Colorado and champion of the Colorado Republican Party, is very likely going to enter the race for CD5. He, he ran last time in 2022. On Got 38% the, of the vote, which is pretty good when there are five Well, candidates. and particularly, I think, because the establishment candidates stacked it with some fake candidates yeah, to right, take right, votes right. from him, which would mean that Dave, and I think that my guess would be he's going to just, you you know, it channel is inter Ken Buck, very little of it, and remain the party chair and then still well, run. Ben and party. I are going to beg him to do that. That's right. So, Ben, what do you make of all this? Well, I think you're on the right track. I mean, it was just last week that President Trump called him and congratulated him on the efforts that uh, we in this party are doing and, and certainly him being the head of it. It makes sense. Ken Buck set a precedent by still being the congressman and also running for re-election while being the chair of the GOP. I don't see any reason why Dave can't do the same. He would be wise to do it at this point in time. I would encourage him to bring in Tina Peters to help while he may be in, uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. as a fundraiser 
she would, they need to, you know, to make amends here on whatever is necessary to get them on board. But I think that there's a lot of things that are going on, as you guys know, as your last show that you talked about, and that was Heidi Ganahl's effort to set up a shadow uh, GOP government here. That, uh, that's what's happening. The establishment are so upset that they don't have control of the state party because the grassroots have taken over. Dave is one of those people. He is a grassroots individual. And so I think it would be wise that he do this right. and, and put that out there. I know that uh, somebody just said that he teased a little bit about that. I believe so. Because if you think about it for a minute, there's so many of those other rhino establishment uh, people that will jump into this race from Eric Odlin. Yes. You're going to look Wayne at uh, Williams. Wayne, Williams, uh, Wayne Williams, Senator you Lundin, all, uh, yeah, Joe O'Day. So you have yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah I hadn't thought well, of that. Well, and Heidi too. Heidi Ganahl. She I'm not may, she that, may that's sit. right. And Santa so you points. have. That's right. So let's get one of our team out there, and he right. does have. If he can get the endorsement of the president, which I think he can, right? Then he would be he would be the natural pick if you're true grassroots. And El Paso County is. Right. I mean, they, they have fought off this uh, battle from the uh, peak Republicans down there. They have right. fought off the battle of our own uh, uh, KBB and her ilk trying to destroy what uh, uh, they were doing down there in El Paso County. So I think it's a natural fit. I think that it would be wise to move forward quickly. Yes. And so well, if he I'm announces his candidacy, that, that'd be good. I think it is time to bring Tina back. Um, you know, yes. you always have little disputes and all that, but I think I'll I'll work for that cause. Um, I and, think so. She's under attack yeah. as part of our our team. She yeah. is really the reason that this entire na- nation knows that the election and its evidence has never been presented in court. There's never been an evidentiary um, hearing in any of the courts around this nation. But her, what she did over there in Mesa County, exposed it. Right. So yes, well, she is you, under attack, you and she needs the help of the Republican Party. Three grassroots congressmen from Colorado, which was, that but, would bring in so much money, so much power that the, the all of a sudden the Anschutz Dominion would would be greatly they just leave. lessened. Um, no, they wouldn't just leave. Wow. You know, he made a, a deal with Polis, so yeah. he's yeah. not beyond making deals. Um, so well, this, you, this you and I, you and I have talked about this for years that. I believe that the new battlefield for Colorado lies in the courts, not well, so much in the ballot box. They've stolen the ballot box from us. We need to get to the jury box. And that's what Dave has done at the behest of those of us that are on the uh, uh, SEC. We are now pushing this forward. We need lawfare. We need to, to remove this possibility of an open primary. We need to question the Constitution of mail-in ballots that was right. voted on the public by once and, and it was rejected and you know yes, ben, all of that to your point too and we'll talk about this later in the show um you know the, the um democrats are now openly on national television saying hey if you live in an open primary state go vote for nikki haley right i mean they're not even pretending but back to what but going about- back to you know saying you know we somewhat disagree on the fact that uh, mine's a two-pronged attack you, you need to use propositions 
and you need yeah, ballot initiatives. And ballot initiatives, and you need law. Well, and this would help bring us the money for to do all that. Yes, what yes, Chuck absolutely. and Ben are saying is it's, and I got to admit, I am still no fan of Lauren Boebert sort of jumping over. I know, I've forgiven her now. You got to forgive and forget. Right. A, you know, we all forgive you. Looking, Lauren Boebert is probably the leading candidate in CD4, and she is, a, for all of her other faults, she's a, a proven grassroots lawyer. yeah i mean she's not a hundred percent of the time but the majority of the time we've got ron hanks who has announced that he's going to be running in cd3 where she was leading and i think he stands a pretty darn good chance too um, that's a I solid mean, pick right there that's a exactly. solid pick and then we have dave williams who i think would probably be the leading candidate in cd5 well, he, he, he is he is a front runner whether you know he, right. that doesn't mean others can Sandra says that Jib has a great VP in Hope Shuffleman, and of course Anna Ferguson, Ferguson. is secretary. And I agree, you know, Hope Shuffleman, I was a bit um eh. But we, we didn't know her. We didn't know her. Um, you know, what we saw we liked, but we wondered. Everything I've seen since she's been a vice president is she's done great. Vice chair of the party. Yeah, yeah, she's done a great uh, job. She's done a great so job. I think though this is really a, and of course KBB did a good job as a vice chair and it's awful, but but okay. I think Hope is a real well, let's play this. This is what Dave Williams, because my guess is that he he is going to announce next week that he's going to run. I think Doug Lamborn's announcement, I think, certainly caught him and us by surprise. Um, and before you can announce, I think there's certain things you have to do to get your ducks in a row, like, oh, talk to your wife, things like that. Um, but he put this tease out on his Twitter feed saying, hey, would this be a good ad? So, Thomas, if we could please play the day for Congress soundbite. Dave Williams, conservative warrior with a proven record in the state house. Dave Williams led the fight against radical Democrats and rhinos, exposed election fraud, and he's never voted for tax or spending increases. He's passionate, pro-Second Amendment, pro-veteran, and a pro-life Christian family man. Dave Williams fought hard for Trump against the corrupt establishment, and he'll champion our America First agenda. Republican Dave Williams for Congress. I'm Dave Williams, and I approve this message. They have to realize that from his 22 campaign. Like, that's fast. That's quick, Dave. <laughs> well, he, he really, at the end of that, he needs to change that. He needs to have Trump's voice in there saying, I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and well, I've been checking my Twitter feed to see if it's happened. I mean, Trump, if you guys don't know, called Dave personally to thank him for filing the lawsuit, um, yeah. uh, the appeal of the lawsuit to keep Trump on the ballot. Jenna Griswold, I think today, has to certify the presidential ballot, which he hasn't done yet. And we are certainly, you know, she said she, she, she won't. Yeah. I, well, she has a, she has a Colorado court of a, the Colorado Supreme court says she has to put it on there. Um, but, but I think that Trump called him afterwards to say, Hey, thank you. So yeah, he's got his personal phone number so he could just call him up. But I think though, I think this is a time where, I mean, the only thing was, Dave has going for him is even though he's a grassroots guy, because he's been chair of, of a party and so forth, He's been to Washington, and so he knows some of the money raisers. And you know, it's always a tough thing not to sell your soul, um, and it'll be it'll be a, a tough one for him. But he'll be able to raise some money, I think, uh, that most grassroots candidates could not, especially with yeah. the Trump endorsement. Well, we need uh, fundraising here, as you as you know, Chuck, because you sat on this committee with me as far as the. Uh, uh, the legal suits that we're involved in and the legal investigations that we're doing about the prior administration of the GOP. So, you know, as well as I do, it's an expensive proposition, but it's the one that has the best chance for us to prevail in the courts of law. And that is the closing of the primaries, these open primaries where we have people 
like Joe O'Day and like some of the other rhinos who come in here with, with dark money and run against our solid grassroots Republicans. That's the, the issue. That's why we have to close it. That's why we're involved in these litigations. Right. But until all of a sudden, we, we have three grassroots congressmen, and that's yes. still a, a tough I, one. I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, you're here to raise money for the party so we no longer have to be obligated to the donor class. Right. They'll, they'll have that's, that has to happen. Else. Yes. And as you saw on your last show, the donor right. class is listening to people like Heidi Ganahl. Heidi's, right. uh, you know, listening to that is what, 37 minutes. Uh, right. There was no questions uh, no. that was posed to her about her proposal because it was really a more, to put it succinctly, it was just a more, uh, I guess, a faster and more economical way of producing buggy whips <laughs> because it's so outdated. Yeah, it's, it's oh. at least ten years old. That 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 whole thing. She needs to get up to speed here and know where we're at. Well, and maybe she'll. I mean, we'll see. Well, a couple of points. First, I'm going to read. Sandra says, and Davis met with many of the county chairs in Colorado and the GOP members in those counties. Exactly. Um, I think Davis done done a great job. And I think though, you know, this is because I see Peg Cage from MyColoradoGOP.org. I think is is and they're in Zoom and she says close the open primary because that's the way extra voters are added to the voter rolls. Exactly, Peg. But people like Peg and you and Chuck and and Sandra and all of these people who listen have fought for years. For grassroots. And there was a, a time, you know, when it was like, oh, well, there's no hope. And it is just, I, I think we should just enjoy this moment now, right? And and then just for a few minutes, because then we're going to have a big fight in our hand. And I want to talk about that in a second. But but we've got now the grassroots solidly probably leading in three congressional districts. We've got Dave, the grassroots chair of the party, um, and the establishment, they have, as we saw in the Heidi Ganahl thing, they, are so, they know they are so unpopular that they're just lying and calling themselves grassroots, right? Um, right. And so the, the grassroots, you guys, all of you and us need to be really proud, I think, of what we've accomplished so far. And it's just the beginning. It, it is. But, you know, the, the message is getting out there and it's spreading. Because when you see people like Tucker Carlson, this coming out and starting to you know speak truth on on what they try to do with shutting him down and you see other things like Bannon on you know the war room the message is getting out there and people are waking up and paying attention so the establishment side or the i should say the mainstream media and all of the gas gaslighting that they have been doing to us for years it's starting to fade now people are waking up and seeing what's going on and if you can contribute out there a, a slight amount of money. The the cost of a Starbucks coffee would be helpful to the GOP. Yeah. It would certainly go to a, lo a long way for helping us. The other night I was on a conference call and it was we were talking about the caucuses that are coming up. And as you well know, many of our counties are not, you know, uh, are not letting their people know that the caucuses are coming. They're coming up in March. It is critical that we get out there and that we participate in the caucus because Dave has told the president that, Hey, if you're, if they're successful and keeping your name off the ballot here, we will simply address that issue at caucus. Right. So if well, you're a registered Republican, you'll go to caucus and you'll select the candidate of your choice there. Exactly. And Ben, you bring up a really good point 
Um, and, and it again, it talks to the insidiousness of the establishment fight against us. And that's why I, I mean, we cannot rest on our laurels, right? We've got to get these people elected and then keep them there. Um, because I suspect, and I, you know, I think I was on the same call that you were, and I think you pointed it out, um, that some of these county chairs that are holding their caucuses in fewer places, they're not announcing where they are, people don't know, they're doing it not because they're ineffective and unorganized, they're which doing they it, are. which they are, but they're doing it insidiously to discourage people to make it hard to come to caucus because they want to get rid of the caucus because they're the established people and the caucus is where the grassroots people speak out and win it is it is at the caucus that the people were elected who eventually voted dave williams into the chair position right and they certainly don't want that happening again so guys you got to be real aware um don't you know um the, the everyone on the establishment side is is against us and they're fighting with everything they have even Again, that's why we expose the Heidi Ganahl thing, right? She's like, oh, we're grassroots. No, you're not, right? Um, you know, the county chairs that are saying, oh, we don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they don't, but they they don't want the caucus. And they're certainly not going to sit there and watch Dave Williams run for Congress and run the party without doing something, without fighting back. Right. There's a distinction between the grassroots and the Republican Party and the establishment side of our Republican Party. Now, the, the side that that is calling themselves grassroots are the wine and cheese and country club. We are the grassroots and we're the beer and brats and the Broncos. That's who we are. We go to right. the bars. Right. So that's who, who the distinction is between the two, the, the Heidi Ganahl, I don't think she would understand what it is to be the grassroots and understand that our, over the decades, our parties traded places with the Democrats. The Republican Party is for the working class man and the citizens of the United States. That's right. who we are. Yeah, well, exactly. so what, what, what you'll find is that if we can take these three seats and have grassroots people and so forth, yeah. all the people who are like Heidi Ganahl, um, who, who really have no strong beliefs one way or the other, will all of a sudden becoming grassroots. They'll say grassroots right. things. They'll support grassroots deals. Um, and that's good. That's a good thing. Um, right. Heidi Ganahl was silent on whether right. or not to close the primaries. She said nothing about that. No. During the time that we were, we were leading up to uh, closing the primaries, two years now. So that's the, uh, the issue that we're dealing with here is when they're silent. Right. And I, I was just checking there. I saw a Twitter feed. It's like the Denver Post is Twitter, but it's never mind. It's an old tweet. I was wondering whether Jenna Griswold was going to screw us over. And so far, at least from what I can see, she hasn't yet. You know, um, so if you folks, if you've just joined us, because I've seen some people just getting on, we're talking about Doug Lamborn's kind of unexpected announcement unexpected. that he will not be seeking reelection um, in CD5 and the near certainty that that means Dave Williams probably will run again. Yes. And also because Ken Buck set the precedent for this, try to remain or not try to, but he will remain chair. Oh, I, I know everybody, everybody in the executive committee with a couple exceptions will be urging him to, to you know, for both. Do you guys think that the establishment will scream that he can't do that? <laughs> oh, sure. They will. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's uh, rules for, for thee, not for me. And they'll, they'll absolutely want to do that. But uh, they didn't say anything about, you know, Ken Buck running for re-election. That, that, was, being, that was good, Ben. That. 
Yeah. 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 And so that, I think that this is it's a, it's a doable thing. I see no problem with it. Uh, well, because because it's been oh, done no, in the past. Ken Buck was an incumbent congressman. That's totally different. That's totally well, different. Then, different. Uh, you know, then hopefully Dave will be an incumbent or exactly. newly elected congressman or CD5. Right. And then then I think that uh, you'll have a true representation of grassroots. If if we're if we run the trifecta there, if yeah. we're able to pull those three off and have grassroots going to Col- you know going to Congress from Colorado, three out of the eight. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. That's better exactly. than you know one out of eight. Right. Right. But and this is this is from um, Charlene um, Heidi trying to um, co-opt the grassroots into a Trojan horse and then deliver it to the rhinos. Exactly. Although, you know, I wonder, you know, we were talking. So who are the possible candidates? I think all of a sudden, if you're an establishment candidate like like a Heidi, Eric Audlin, Joe O'Day, you got to wonder if some of them may be like, oh, I could run for CD5. Everyone's going to run for CD, CD5. But I think, you know, Dave has just from 2022 an organization in place. Um, one thing Peg was asking, do you guys want to talk about this? Have we talked about the 114 meeting yet? That's the next Republican Party meeting, right? Yeah, well, that's that, the, the state central committee meeting. Yeah. It's called under Article 7. It's a special meeting. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. Noah, we haven't. Do you want to talk about that or do you want to wait till next week? Well, we can wait next week, but that is the one in which we're going to endorse Trump uh, for president. Right. And it's going to be a Zoom meeting, so it'll be a little bit different than the normal. Right. And the establishment people are going to scream about that, too, saying we can't endorse anyone. But yeah. but we they can. And I think particularly. Dick Wadhams will say we can't. Dick Wadhams will say we can't. That's right. And You know you've won when Dick Wadhams says he's a grassroots guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, again, I just think, Ben, this is just a very good time and it proves that if you are persistent and if you fight and most of all if you're right you know it, it pays to keep fighting every once in a while <laughs> yeah every once in a while every once in a while yeah um, if, you're, if you're on the right side there's no problem about fighting because you don't have to change your story every right. time that you maybe get trapped into something right it's consistent right and it comes from the heart and it comes from morals so That's where, you know, that's where we're at on this whole issue. If you're for the working class person, if you're for, you know, our nation being protected and not having open borders. Schools, not being, not having government schools all over the place. Yeah. Not having them castrate your children. I mean, yeah. Parents' rights. Well, yeah. It's, and as you said, Ben, it's in a bizarre way. The um, Republican Party has sort of become what the Democrat Party used to pretend that it represented, right? And that is That's the right. everyday person out there. So we'll see. Um, it, I, I hope that Dave makes. I mean, you suspect he will. You suspect he will. I think everybody suspects he will, right? He suspects he will. He, he wouldn't suspects have, he will. He, he wouldn't put that ad in. That's that's true. <laughs> I think that the, the, you know, as soon as he can get whatever he has to do. Uh, Finish, you know, probably filing out, filling out the paperwork, some prepar- preparation and filing. I would think that that would be appropriate because, yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure that uh, there's going to be people on our side that's going to scream foul that he can't run as the chairman of the party. He certainly can't. Yeah. Right, that's, right. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to that. All right. I, I, oh, well, I don't yeah. see any right. any uh, reason why he can't. Well, 
and again, Ken Buck did it just a little while ago. Yeah, right? yeah. Within even yeah. recent memory, and nobody right. had a problem with that at all. And, and and Ken Buck didn't even actually do anything. So, I mean, and Dave is actually doing stuff. And I think, as Sandra noted, um, you know, we've got some great, you know, uh, and I mean, they've, they've got some great people doing that and bringing somebody like Tina Peters in would probably yes. help as well. I mean, there are plenty that's, of people. That's absolutely, it, it would be beneficial for everybody involved. Because right. it would be, I would love to see that, you know, come about. I think both would profit from it. I think the state of Colorado and, and the people that we represent on the Republican side would benefit from it. I just see it as a positive, a win-win situation here. We've got to come together because there are, the money is on the other side. Right. They got deep pockets and perhaps, you know, a few of them listening to us uh, if they take the time, they'll understand that this is the right side to be on right? and that they, they will benefit as well. Well, power and money come together pretty soon. So if, if all of a sudden we get get the power, um, there'll be plenty of money. It's a question. Of all we have to do is not prevail. Taking, not taking. Prevail. Yeah, we just have to prevail in the two court cases are right now. One's before the Supreme Court. The other one's probably going to be on its way to the 10th uh, Circuit Appellate. Right. Court, and so. this is from um, Charlene yeah. is and everyone is saying how wonderful you are, Ben. They absolutely agree. Uh, what, where's that? I don't see that. <laughs> what? Charlene is saying everybody wants to be grassroots these days. Exactly. And Charlene, you, you, that's what we're talking about. You know, it would be so cool to have Lauren, Dave and Ron Hanks representing Colorado. And the good thing about these people uh, um we know that they will keep their word, right? They've kept their word in other places before yes. and in other times. And and again, uh, we're ready to forgive Lauren Boebert. Um, That's politics. Politics, you got to forgive people. You're never going to. You can't. You know, Lord Palmerston said you have eternal interests um, and you have no permanent enemies. You have no permanent friends. Um, and it's true, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, listen, I, I think that maybe, you know, like you said, uh, maybe this is the blessing in disguise because with Lauren switching this opened the gate for Ron Hanks right. to come yeah. in. Right. And, and that was, you know, that's a solid pick. Right. As far as I'm concerned, that is a really solid pick there to run for that district. And and then you have this occurring. You know, I think the handwriting is on the wall for many of these, uh, these establishment Republicans that we have. Right. That are up there that have now decided that they've ran their course and they can no longer maybe be effective and they need to leave or they have some other sweetheart deal that they've, you know, that they're lining themselves up for. Wonderful. Get out of the way because we need to have, we need to have some true grassroots people that are going to look for the, you know, what is best for their congressional district, not so much what they're looking at their personal wealth. So that's what I'd like to see because every one of our congressional districts in the Congress, the first thing, He's got to do, and I think it's a matter of, of the heart and, and of the mind and the soul. Oh, so I see. Oh, Peg, hey, Peg, did you have something to say? Oh. We're in the middle of a heartfelt speech. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> for, I think the first thing Dave's got to do is once he gets into office, he's got to start giving me the inside stock tips, uh, which is really, <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely crucial. <laughs> right, and then we'll we'll visit you in prison for insider trading. 
Oh, have you seen any Congress people in insider trading? Is Nancy Pelosi and and is her husband in prison for insider trading? How do you well, think they all a... got rich? Hey, How they... do you think they all got rich? Hey, you guys, she's... breaking news there. Peg alerted this to me. Peg, thank you. And I've said this is just in the U.S. Supreme Court will take up the case of President Trump being removed from the ballot in Colorado and Maine. Um, oral arguments will begin on February 8th. The decision will determine whether or not states can remove Trump from the ballot over Section 4 of the 14th Amendment. All right. Um, so there we go. The Supreme Court. And Dave will be there because he's been part He's part of the team for the Republican Party. That's right. Brought the case. So he can mention that to Trump. He could say, hey, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'll be there. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, oh, Charlene is talking about Heidi Ganahl. The establishment is so worried they had to send Heidi to Texas to figure out how to be as grassroots. <laughs> she could have just shadowed, shadowed so, Julie for a week. That's well, let me jump in on that. You know, Texas is a different cat than what we are here in Colorado. Texas does not have mail-in ballots unless you request it as well, they an do absentee. Have rhinos, and those guys hate Oh, rhinos. my gosh. <laughs> yes. And they're Heidi just, had to pay well, a lot of money. Yeah. For them yes, to no, say, yeah, okay, we'll help you. The head rhino lives just west of White. Jacob's got his hand up. Jacob, what's up? Jacob, go ahead. And you had a pretty funny joke, Jacob, there, too. You can tell it on Party Friday if you want. Uh, okay, in a, in a second. I understand that uh, Trump is taking his uh, proof that the election was rigged to the, to the federal court. I don't know which one, but it says that, um, that uh, Facebook, Zuckerberg, uh, gave the people $400 million to collect signatures and collect the votes for right for Biden. Right. Now, the thing that, that was interesting was in the complaint, it says that they didn't use the mail service. What they did was they went down to the clerk and reporter's office or, or elections division's offices, picked up the ballots, and then went to the nursing homes and the, you know, the, that's uh, what they do in Colorado. That's and that's what they did. And that is, that is totally illegal because that was all those ballots were supposed to go through the U.S. mail, and that's what happened. And there now, even Bill O'Reilly is saying now you got now he's got a case that there was fraud. Huh? Um, as, as for go ahead, I was going to say I think in a lot of that evidence is growing and growing, and of course you're not going to see it on MSNBC, but you do see no. the polls clearly indicating a shift. In and, and a growing number of people who believe that there are problems with the, the election yeah, system. Sure. And, yeah. and let me let me jump in just for a second here, and also don't get your hopes up too high because these judges have got to allow that evidence to be presented. And up to this time, no judge has been allowing any kind of evidence like that in the cases. No, no, no. no. Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly did say that the the federal court has allowed and is accepting the evidence, and they're going to go through the um, uh, subpoena, uh, subpoena set or whatever they have to do to subpoena all the records, and then they're going to go be, beyond that, and then they'll make a decision. So this sounds like that's, well, that's the discovery. Yeah, they must have got a friendly judge there because that'll be the yeah. first time. Because uh, yeah. under in discovery, that's what they're looking for. Right. Okay, Jacob. That's that was a joke. Oh, the joke was uh, Cla- Claudine Gay's three keys to a, to success was control, copy, and paste. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's the, pretty good. Yeah, I heard that, and I heard I heard that on uh, the guy that that's in the morning. I think you had him as a guest. Um, I just can't remember not now, but he's on seven ten W O R in the morning. Oh, okay. And, oh, uh, okay. Uh huh. And but. And the other thing is, I really think maybe you should try to get Jesse Kelly on because 
I mean, I think he would like you guys. Yeah, okay. I think you'd like to be We'll give it a try. We'll, we'll give it a try. Sometimes yeah. it can, yeah, we'll give it a try. Hey, Jacob, thank you. And thank you for that. Have a, have a great day. Bye. Yeah. Okay, and thanks. One other thing that's interesting, kind of going along, talking about some of these court cases, um, Judicial Watch today filed a $30 million lawsuit against the government for the wrongful death of Ashley Babbitt, which is also interesting. So that'll get, yeah. once again, some information out too. Um, you, you know what I mean? Whether that, when that happens. Um, well, you know that, that the Secretary of State has to report to Judicial Watch for the next five years now, I think it was the, the right. uh, court ruling was for six years uh, on our, our uh, registration, you know, our, our uh, voter rolls. Right. Because, because they proved that they were corrupt. Yeah. Right. Of course. So for the next five years, they got a report. I think yeah. it's every six months. We'll see. And, and, and then she's like, yeah. oh, we're busy. We're busy. We'll see. Let's see a bunch of things here. Um, oh, Charlene, Julie should set up an educational YouTube channel, how to be grassroots in Colorado. I would, but I'm banned from YouTube, Charlene. Yeah, um, do we think Gorsuch will bend to the pressure? I don't know. You know, I, I know that you read a lot of things that Trump is worried about what the Supreme Court will or won't well, do. Be, and he should be because you just never know. Um we can only hope. That's right? why they're that's why they're desperately fighting to get Clarence Thomas not to vote. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Clarence Thomas's wife supported Trump, so he shouldn't be able to vote. Yeah, but yeah. you can have the Denver District Court judge actively right, support. Right. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. You mean contributing? Yeah. Actually you know, actually writing a check and supporting right, the right. opposition <laughs> and then setting in, in judgment of a trial. Yeah. And I'm deciding you can't be on the bat. So that's hey yeah. Ben, listen, we'll let you go. Thank Thanks you so much, much for your yeah. comments. I think we're gonna call you before you want to be um expert of all things, political analyst. <laughs> Me? <laughs> wingman. Wingman is yeah. official wingman. Call him wingman. Yeah. Getaway car driver. I, I I prefer just being a a regular guy with my observations from just way down low looking up. That's all I'm doing and saying, this makes sense. This doesn't. That's not a title. So I'm just an average guy. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right. right. Average guy. Average we'll have the average guy on here in a moment. Oh, your Charlene all says right. backbone Ben. All right. There we go. Okay. <laughs> we right. used to call him what, a fighting Ben. We used to call you fighting Ben. Didn't Peg says we could call you the other guy. So <laughs> they, oh that that is my that is my moniker because that because Chuck knows that when we started out what three years ago uh-huh. on a road trip, that, that's how Randy Corcoran introduced me because he didn't know my name. He just said <laughs> the other guy he says and, and I don't know what he does and use of things to your and Chuck, my old friend, yeah. my buddy. And here's the yeah. other guy. <laughs> yeah, and here's the other guy, and I don't know what he does. And I said I drive the getaway car. That's <laughs> what right. I do. So, right, okay, man. guys. Thank talk you. To you Thank you very much. So, you bet. And, and bet. people, if you bet. want to, because we're going to talk about some other stuff too, but if you want, I mean, this is such a good day, I think, for grassroots. Feel free to put a comment in on the chat, or if you want to talk, go ahead and raise your hand too, because I, I just think, um, Again, it's it's we've got three Republican seats, um, two of which have been held by, well, long term establishment guy, Doug Lamborn. Right. right? Lauren Boebert, um, who has been an America First candidate for the vast majority of time. Ken Buck, who used to be 
a grassroots kind of guy, but oh, that, but that was not in recent memory anymore and became like, I don't know what the John McCain of Colorado. Right. So we've got now three seats open. And we that, need three grassroots Republicans. And we've got three grassroots candidates and all. We've got Lauren Boebert now in CD4. Which I mean, we all have some others. Ted Harvey is a, Ted grassroots, Harvey is good. a grassroots guy. Some other well, people. That's true. That's a good point too. Um, but I, I think it's probably- And, and you've got, if you've got- um, You've got Ron Hanks and and CD well, three. What's um, Trent Lisey? Trent Lisey. Well, yeah, I I do think actually CD three has a good chance of going grassroots mm. one way or the other, right? It'll be interesting to see um, how Lauren does there. I, I know I, I see a lot of mixed things, and I think it'll just. I will see. She's got the money, which always always helps. Yeah. And I think Dave in CD five. Can you imagine how great that would be? No. That would be like. Woohoo days. Um, oh, and this is right from from Todd, John Fabricatorian, CD6. That's what he's a, I, I used to talk with him when I was a reporter. He's a former ICE agent and he's a really great guy, I think. Really understand. Who's in CD6 now? That John Fabricatorian. Um, no, that's Brittany Pedersen. Right. So I think that that's a tricky one, Todd, because I think the Democrats probably have the money there and they will fight hard to keep her. Well, that's good. We have a good candidate there. Though. Yeah, exactly. Well, and again, you know, this is like if you're a grassroots person, you'll be excited to go to the polls. Yeah. Well, you like, should go, oh, no, no. Do, do I hold my nose and vote for Heidi Ganahl? Oh, do I do it? Do I do it? No. Yes, I'll do it. But then, can, can I vote to. for Joe O'Day? No, I don't think I'll leave that. I'll vote for my sister. Yeah, and this is interesting. Jenna Griswold has tweeted out what she is doing, but she is also tweeting the U.S. Supreme Court will hear the 14th Amendment case regarding Trump's eligibility for the ballot. Thank you, Jen. Well, I think that makes she's she's just explaining to her, I think her her people, people. why she's going to have to keep him on the ballot. But um, from Charlene, Ted Harvey is not feisty enough. He should support Lauren so they won't split the grassroots. You know what, Charlene, I got to say, I kind of agree with you on that. Well, I, I, I've known Ted and I like him. He's yes, he, but he'd be solid. But I think you're right. What we need are in the candidates is is, is feisty is right. We need fighters, right, and proven fighters, and that's what we see in Dave Williams, Ron Hanks, and Lauren Boebert. And you can um, date and, Lauren Boebert, so I mean, that's what, <laughs> you can't. No. Oh, I can't. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're married. I'm married. I things though um, that that Ben was talking about why it's so important uh, to close our primary. This is being party Friday. This is yet again, an example of Chuck was right. Chuck has been talking about this forever about how the the Dem, I know the Democrats have always meddled in the open primaries. That's what they're trying to do. And people are like, no, no, they wouldn't do that. We've seen them, you know, pouring in dark money to support their candidates in the Republican primaries. We've seen them when they were talking about in Aspen and Lauren Boebert's right for democrats to show up and vote against a thing well now on national tv david puff the uh, former campaign advisor for barack obama they're not even hiding it right they're openly calling for liberals who live in um open primary states to vote for nikki haley and they're talking about particularly in new hampshire because new hampshire isn't even going to hold a democrat primary that's true in colorado too all the unaffiliated and those democrats have gotten used to you know de-affiliating and going to the republican party and dropping back because there is no contest in the in the Democratic Party. Right. And so, well, and one could argue that they do it on purpose, right? So specifically to give people yes, the opportunity. Yes. So if we could please play um, Thomas the David Pluff interview. This is him on um, MSNBC the other day. Brian Boyler makes a pretty persuasive argument that liberals in open primary states should vote for Nikki Haley. 
Joining me now is a guy who knows all about winning elections, David Pluff, former campaign manager for Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign and senior advisor to President Obama. Um, David, I, I, I like to read uh, Brian's uh, uh, substack or, or, or um, email list uh, off message. And I thought the argument basically was, look, it really does matter stopping Trump. If you're in a, not, in a state that allows non-aligned folks to vote, you should vote for Nikki Haley. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's probably too distasteful for a lot of people, but for those who would be up for it to, to do something tactically, I don't know if it would stop Trump, but, you know, it could help extend the primary. I mean, if, if Haley somehow can win New Hampshire uh, or at least get it down to a two-person race, uh, you know, uh, I think when you look out in the rest of the states, Trump's clearly a dominant favorite. But in a two-person race, there's a healthy number of Republicans who are open to the alternative if she's the only one. So I think for liberals who, or Democrats or independents who might not ever support Nikki Haley to be the president, to cast a strategic or tactical vote to me makes a lot of sense. Now, again, so that proves what Chuck has been saying all along. They are openly saying, if you live in an open primary state, Go use your ballot, weaponize your ballot, basically. And Colorado is semi-open, so you can, you know. Do it that way. And also, I think for anyone who was thinking about voting for Nikki Haley, clearly the Democrats wouldn't be suggesting this if they thought she had a chance of winning at all, right? So they know, they know that they... No, no, they would, sure. They'd rather have, they'd rather have Nikki Haley as president of the United States if the choice is there between her and Trump. I mean, Nikki Haley is, is a uniparty person. She believes in... Wars everywhere. She believes in, you know, finance markets. She believes in open borders and white guilt and everything else. You and can and come stock up tips. If I can't get stock tips from Dave Williams, maybe she'll give me some. Now, Charlene, back to will SCOTUS decide before time for the ballots to go out? Well, they're hearing they're having opening or opening oral arguments on February 8th. I think the ballots go out probably, what, the 17th or something like that? Something like that. Um, I don't know. But but either way, I I think that they have to the way it works is Lauren, uh, Lauren Boebert, um, Jenna Griswold has to certify the ballots today because basically they go to the printer. So they have to print the ballots. So they don't have time. There is no time now. Trump will be on the ballot. Um, This happens periodically when a candidate dies um, or a candidate withdraws. I mean, they just don't count the votes. They, for the for the ineligible candidates, so um, if Trump won, you know, ninety to ten, um, and he's thrown off, then it'd show a hundred percent for yeah um, Nikki Haley. Right. So I, you know, I I think that Dave Williams has that you know open alternate plan for that. I mean, he says if they do throw, if the Supreme Court does take Trump off the ballot, then we would just go to the caucus system, too, which, again, earlier in the show, we talked about that's why the establishment wants to get rid of this. Um, from from Leo, Nikki Haley would be a semi-competent Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah. That's true. Um, from um, Charlene, Biden and Haley are both uniparty. Exactly. Yes, yes. And Charlene and the, uh, from Sandra, the grassroots need to remind all conservatives that when Haley was South Carolina governor, she welcomed businesses from China to the state. She's a sellout and bottom feeder. Exactly. Yes, yes. Um, exactly. So I, I, and again, I think they, I, 
probably wouldn't be saying, okay, all you Democrats go vote for Nikki Haley if they thought she would win. A couple of other things I wanted to plan Party Friday. I want to get your guys' reaction to this. So, You guys. You guys. Y'all. Y'all. Joe Biden's um, campaign has put out one of his first campaign ads. Um, and you'll be glad to know that he's a great unifier in this ad. And it's identify the enemy, and it is us. You. Oh, that's you. If we could please play the Biden ad sound by Thomas. I've made the preservation of American democracy an essential issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The vice president and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing beyond our capacity when we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Amazing things. One of the amazing things about that, one, which has been pointed out by other ones, that you could run as many tapes. That wasn't a live speech. You can run it as many times as you want to, and he can't get the United States of America in. He's the United States of America. And he's, he's rushing along, you know, going, they're going, Mr. President, can we take another tape? No! Yeah, just say United no. States of America. And that struck me, too. Number one, it was like incredibly bad, an incredibly bad delivery. Two, Kamala Harris's people got like, that's the picture you showed me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, thanks. Thanks. So, yeah, I, yeah, I really feel like like, uh, you know, white prejudice. I mean, what are you talking about? And I Where think, was I in that thing except an ugly picture of myself? And, and then on and top of all of that, um, he's he's calling the majority of people in this country right now um, the enemy. And I don't think that's going to go over very well. well, well and, the, and, and the big defender of democracy who's having his Department of Justice, everything else, prevent yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what a Democrat, what a. Democracy believers. Uh, this is like a breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. You're right on. You you're, you're multitasking while we're doing your while doing our program. That's right. I'm a woman. I can. Um, so this uh, is this right. is so. Um, you know, we've talked earlier about Dave Williams is probably going to jump in the race. So this is from um, Ernest Lenny in Colorado politics. Wayne Williams, the ex GOP Secretary of State who lost Colorado Springs mayoral bid to a Democrat, by the way, he can't even, says he's mulling a run for the seat held by retiring Doug Lamborn. Folks have reached out to me, asking me to run, and I am pondering it. Oh, I don't boy. know who we, reached out and asked her, but, but anyway, <laughs> that was, so we, I, but that was one of the names we talked the about. The Democrats did. Yeah, the Democrats asked him. That's one of the names I think, you know, Ben was very wise. I wouldn't be surprised to see an Eric Audlin, yeah, Heidi yeah, Ganahl, yeah, Joe O'Day, yeah, some of those guys yeah. jump in too. And one of the other things too, finally, this being Party Friday, I, I saw this um, on Twitter um, and if you didn't think that libs were crazy, this will show you that they are. Um, this is all over some packaging on a McDonald's chicken sandwich. If we could please play the uh, libs are crazy soundbite, Thomas. So I was starving, so I had to get one quick sandwich from here. And I thought they gave me the wrong sandwich, but conveniently, McDonald's changed their packaging. Wow. What does that resemble? 
This one? Yeah, what is this new packaging? It's the uh, chicken wrapper. Well, why is it blue and white? Honestly, I don't know. I think you do know. This is in support of Israel. They changed it. They I mean, it was like that actually since a few months ago because we ran out of the regular ones. No, I don't think so. This is obviously in support of Israel. No, I mean, we actually had that for a while, though. I just was here two weeks ago, and it wasn't like this. I mean, we have had it, though, because we also I know, have the red one. I know this is not your fault, because you're an employee, yeah. but I think this is disgusting for them to do this. And I know you in your heart, you know in your heart that this is clearly what this wrapper is for. But I mean, I don't know this, though. Uh, I'm, I'm explaining it to you. It is. This is what it's for. This is the color of their flag. This is clearly what they're doing and what they're showing to people. And I think it's disgusting. So, if you so for people who are just listening, so this is some liberal crazed woman who probably just did it to get white. No, no, okay, no. Uh-uh. So she has a blue and white McDonald's wrapper. Right. Like, who knows how they wrap it? I don't. Who? Like, she's going to McDonald's too often. Number one, if she knows how they what the colors are of all they their wrapping. Put her on because we eat too many McDonald's. But, yeah, and so she goes. This is clearly, you know, representing genocide because there's a longer version where she's this wrapper. It's the flag of Israel. So she walks into McDonald's to this kid and she goes, "You know what this is?" He's like. Well, we ran out of the other wrappers, and <laughs> so we use that one. And she goes, "You know, in your heart, yes. this is." And he's like, "No, I, I don't actually." <laughs> and she's like, "This is for the genocide of Palestinians. This is for killing." And you know, and, and so I mean, she's crazy. Genocide wrapping. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Sandra's like, what, what, what a bunch of effing jerks really tired the of this. The thing is, it has a little tinge of the Israeli flag in there. So. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a blue and white. Only a crazy liberal, number one, would think that. And think that the, if it was that, that the, the Jewish people are in charge of McDonald's. Like, thing, that's, that the clerk <laughs> would be informed, okay, this is an Israeli flag, and we're, we're supporting the genocide of the Palestinians. It's of crazy liberals and Karens, right? So this poor kid is like, she goes, you know in your heart what this is. He's like, no. I, Blue I, and white? No, we ran out of the other rappers, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, so, so this is why, guys, we don't really have to, we have to fear them because they are crazy. But I think, yeah, Sandra, not liberals, are communists. Mm-hmm. And Thomas is like, I feel bad for McDonald's employee. Exactly. Can he, I mean, he's an employee on the front lines of McDonald's. A kid probably has to put up with a lot, right? <laughs> and so hopefully he lives in one of the states where they're raising the minimum wage. Yeah, I, right. I guess so they'll, so they'll fire them. So, so liberals like that, you just have to put up with them. But anyway, so so we, we can't let them take over the country. <laughs> Please, we're begging you. Hey, that'll do it for us in this party. Take care. Friday. We'll have a great show Monday. Oh, yeah. On Monday, we have Ron Hanks. Ron Hanks, be on. your favorite guy. And, and also Jay Christian Adams with the American... Legal Foundation, they are joining the lawsuit to keep Trump on the ballot as well. So right. he's going to talk about that too. So thank you to everybody. Remember, you can catch all our shows at chuckandjulie.com. Um, have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. We appreciate y'all.